Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Jungle Tales of Tarzan by Edgar Rice Burroughs Chapter 12 Tarzan Rescues the Moon The moon shone down out of the cloudless sky, a huge swollen moon that seemed so close to the earth. And one might wonder that she did not brush the crooning treetops. It was night, and Tarzan was aboard in the jungle. Tarzan the ape man. Mighty fighter, mighty hunter, why he swung through the dark shadows of the sombre forest. He could not have told you. It was not that he was hungry. He has fed well this day, the safe quiche, with the remains of his kill, ready against the coming of a new appetite. Perhaps it was the very joy of living that urged him from his abhorrent couch to pit his muscles and senses against the jungle night. Then, too, Tarzan always was goaded by an intense desire to know. Jungle, which had, which is presided over by Kudu, the sun, very different jungle from that of Goro, the moon. The Dubrial jungle has its own aspect, its own lights and shades, its own birds, its own booms, its own beasts, its noises, are the noises of day. The lights and shades of nocturnal jungle are as different as one might imagine the lights and shades of another world. Differ from those of our world, its beasts, its blooms, its birds, or that not those of the jungle Kudu, the sun. Because of these differences, Tarzan loved to investigate the jungle by night. Not only was it life another life, but he was richer in numbers and romance. He was richer in dangers too, and Tarzan ate. Danger was the spice of life. Noises of the jungle night, a roar of the London lion, a scream of the leopard, hideous laughter of Dango, Aina, the music to the ears of the ape man, the soft padding of unseen feet, the rustling of leaves and grasses, a passage of fierce beasts, the sheen of ospelic eyes flaming for the dark. Million sounds which proclaimed the teeming life of one might hear and, s- and scent through some sea constituted the appeal, nocturnal jungle to Tarzan. Tonight he had swung a wild circle towards the face first and then towards the south, and now he is rounding back again into the north. His eyes, his ears, his keen nostrils were never on alert. Mingled with the words he knew, uh, 
there were strange sounds, weird sounds, which never heard, you never heard until after Kadoon had sought its lair below, far edge of the big water, sounds which belonged to Guru, the moon, and to the mysterious period of Guru's supremacy. Saying these sounds could also cause Tarzan profound speculation. They baffled him because he thought he knew his jungle so well that he there could be nothing within it for familiar to him. Sometimes all that, that, that was colours and forms appeared to differ by night from their familiar daylight aspects, so sounds altered with the passage could do. And coming Google and the thoughts aroused in his brain a vague conjecture that perhaps Google and Kudu influenced these changes. What more natural and eventuality he came to attribute to the sun, moon, personalities, revealed his own. The sun was a living creature, and ruled the day, the moon endowed with brains, and miraculous powers ruled the night. Thus functioned an untrained man mind, groping for the dark night of ignorance, the explanation of things he could not touch or smell. Here, the great unknown powers of nature, which he could not see. Tarzan swung north along, north again, upon his wide circle. The scent of Gomorrah came to his nostrils, mixed with the acid, arid, arid odour of wood smoke. Eight man quick, moved quickly in the direction which had sent the ball down to him. Upon a gentle night breeze, presently, the ruddy sheen of great firewalls filtered through the foliage to him ahead. When Tarzan came to a halt in the trees near it. He saw probably half a dozen black warriors huddled close to the blaze. It is eventually a hunting party in the village of Boga. The chief called out the jungle after dark. In a rude circle about them, they had constructed a foam boa, which had an aid of fire. They apparently hoped to discourage advances of the larger carnivora. Hope was not convinced. Convi- that hope was not convicted. Not conviction was evidented by the very palatable terror in which they crouched, wide-eyed and trembling. Already, Numba and Simba were moaning through the jungle towards them. There were other creatures too in the shadows beyond. Firelight, Tarzan could see their yellow eyes flaming there. Their black saw them and shivered. They in the one rose. Grasping a briny branch of fire, fire, held it at the eyes, which immediately disappeared. Black sat up, down again, sat down again. Tarzan watched, saw that that it was several minutes. The eyes began to appear in twos and fours. Then came Numba, the lion, and Sumba, his mate. The other eyes scattered to the right and left before the menacing growls. Great cats. Then the huge orbs of man-eaters flamed alone out of the darkness. Some the blacks grew, threw themselves upon their faces and moaned. But he who before had held the burning branch now held and that was straight the faces of the London hungry lions. They too disappeared as they lesser lights for them. Tarzan was much, was much interested. So a new reason for the nightly fires tamed by the blacks. Reason in addition for those connection with wolf, addition to those connected 
with warmth and light and cooking, the beasts of the jungle feared fine, and so fire was in a measure a protection for them. Tarzan threw his new, himself new certain awe of fire. Once he had investigated the band fire of the village, Black picked up a live coal. Since then he maintained a reflective distance from such fires he had seen, one experience had sufficed. For a few minutes after the dark black held a firebrand, no eyes appeared. Gutars and could hear the soft padding of feet all about him. They flashed once more upon the twin fire spots and marked the return of the Lord of the Jungle. A moment later, upon a slightly lower level, appeared those of Sumba, his mate. For some time they remained fixed and were wavering. Constellation feared stars in the jungle night. Then the male line advanced slowly towards the Bulma, where all but a single black still crouched in trembling terror. When his low guardian saw that, that Nimba was again approaching, he threw another firebrand. And before Nimba retreated, with him some border lioness. But not so far this time, nor for so long. Almost instantly, they turned and began circling Boma, their eyes turning constantly towards the firelight, and a low, throated growls evidenced their increasing displeasure. Beyond the lines glowed with flaming eyes, lesser satellites, till the black jungle shot all through the black man's camp with little spots of fire. Again and again the black warrior held his puny bands, brands out of big two big cats. And Tarzan noticed that Numba paid little or no attention to them of the first few retreats. Eight man knew by Limba's voice that Lion was hungry and surmised that he made up his mind to feed upon the Gomari, but would he dare a close approach to the dreaded flames? Even as his thought was passing in Tarzan's mind, Nimba stopped at his resting, restless pacing and faced the bowman. For a moment he stood motionless, except for a quick, nervous upcurving of his tail. He walked deliberately forward, while Simba moved restlessly to and fro, where he had left her. The black man called to his comrades that lion was coming. They were far, they were far, too far gone in fear to do more than huddle. Closer together than men was certainly than before. Seizing the blazing branch, the man cast it straight to the face of the lion. With an angry roar, followed by a swift carrot charge, the single band of savage beasts cleared the bomber, warm as with almost equal agility. The rail cleared it upon the opposite side, chancing the dangers lurking in the darkness, bolted from the nearest tree. The ember was out of the boomer almost as soon as he was inside it. But as he went back over the long fall wall, he took a screaming negro with him. 
dragging his victim along the ground, he walked, walked back towards the Tumba. Linus had rejoined him. The two continued blood darkness, their savage growls mingling with the piercing shrieks of doomed and terrified man. A little distance from the blade, the lions halted, but they assured a short recession of unusually vicious, vicious growls and roars, during which the cries, moans of black men ceased. Forever, presently, number appeared on firelight. It made a second trip with the boomer and the film of grisly tragedy, which reenacted with another howling victim. Tarzan rose and stretched lazily, his entertainment beginning to bore him. He yawned and turned upon his way toward the clearing where the tribe would be sleeping in circling trees. Yet even when he found this familiar crouch and curled himself for slumber, he felt no desire to sleep. For a long, long time he lay awake thinking and dreaming. He looked up into the heavens and watched the moon and the stars. He wondered what they were and what power kept them from falling. He was of an inquisitive mind, always had been full of questions concerning or had passed around him, but never had been one to answer his questions. And Charlie who wanted to know and denied almost all knowledge of steel, a manhood was filled with great unsatisfied curiosity of a child. He never quite content merely to perceive that things happened, he desired to know why they happened. He wanted to know what made that things go. He could life interest him immensely. Miracle like death, he could not quite fathom. But upon his numerous occasions, he investigated the eternal mechanism of chaos. Once or twice, he opened the chest cavity. Victims of the time see the heart still pumping. He learned from experience that the knife thrust through the sorghum brought immediate death. Nine times out of ten, while he might stab an antagonist numerous times in other places, and even disabling him. So he had come to think of the heart, as he called it, the red, red thing that breathes as a seat and origin of life. Brain its functionings that he did not comprehend at all, that his sense perceptions were transmitted to his brain, were translated, classified, and labelled as something beyond, quite beyond him. He thought that his fingers knew they had touched something, his eyes knew they saw, his ears when they heard, his nose when it scented. He considered his throat amorous, the hairs in his head. As the three principal seats of emotion, when Carla had been slayed, a peculiar choking sensation had possessed his throat. Contact with his arm, the snake parted in pleasant sensations the skin of his, of his whole body, while the approach of an enemy made the hairs his scalp stand erect. Imagining of a can and child filled with wonders of nature. Bursting with queries and surrounded only by beasts of the jungle, whom his questions were as strange as Sandstrip would have been if he asked Gunto what made it rain, big old ape would not gaze at him in dumb astonishment for an instant, and then returned to his interesting and edifying search of fleas. Then he questioned Mumka, was very old and should have been very wise, wasn't a reason for closing the flowers. The Kundu had disappeared. Deserted sky 
was opening of others during the night. He was surprised to discover that Mumbunga had never noticed these interesting facts. Although she could tell an inch, an inch worked just where the fattest scrub worm should be hiding. So Tarzan, these things were wonders. They appealed to his intellect and his imagination. He saw the flowers close and open. He saw certain blooms which turned their faces always towards the sun. He saw leaves which moved when there was no breeze. He saw vines crawl like living things to the bulbs over the branches of great trees. And to Tarzan, apes, the flowers, the vines and the trees were living creatures. He often talked to them. He usually talked to Guru, the moon and Kudru. The sun. Always was he disappointed they did not reply. He asked him questions, but they did not could not answer. We knew the whispering of the leaves was the language of leaves. They talked with one another. The wind he attributed to the trees and grasses. He thought they swayed themselves to and fro, greater wind in no other way. Could he account for this phenomenon? Rain he finally attributed to the stars, the moon and sun, his hypothesis. Is entirely unknown, literally. And I'm poetical. Tonight, as Tarzan lay thinking about where sprang to his fertile imagination, the explanation of stars and moon, he became quite excited by it. Tug was sleeping on a nearby couch. Tarzan swung over sighting. Tug, he cried instantly. Great bull was awake and bristling, sensing danger, and a bentorial summons. Look, Tug, exclaimed Tarzan, pointing towards the stars. See the eyes of Numba and Tempa, Mashita and Dungo. They wait around Gumbo, Gumbo to leap upon him for their kill. See the eyes and lungs of the mouth of Gumbo, a light that shines upon his face as the light of the great fire. He is built to frighten away Numba and Tempa and Dungo Mashita. All about him are the eyes. Tug, you can see them. They can, they do not come very close to the fire. They are very few eyes close to the Gobo. They fear the fire. It's a fire that saved Guru from Numba. Do you see them? Took some night. Numba to be very angry and very angry. He will, he will leap up over the flame vent branches and there which is circle Guru. He will make, we will have no more light. After Kudru's receipts, he's laying. Night would be black with darkness. A night would be black with blackness. But comes that comes when Guru is lazy and sleeps late in the night. And when she wanders through the day sky by day, getting the jungle with its people, Tug looked stupidly at the heavens, then looked at Tarzan. A meteor fell, blazing a, a flaming way virtual sky. Look, cried Tarzan. Guru has thrown a burning branch at Numba. Tugger grumbled, Numba is down below. He said, Numba does not hunt above the trees, but he looked curiously, a little fearfully, the bright stars above him, though he saw them for the first time, and doubtless it was the first time Tug ever had seen the stars. 
though they had been in the sky above him every night of his life. The third day was gorgeous jungle blooms. He could not eat them, so he ignored them. Took fidgeted and was nervous. A little while out of time he stayed sleepless, watching the stars and flaming eyes of beasts of prey surrounding Google this moment. Google was in length of the apes advanced, the beating of their own earthen drums. It was Google who could be eaten by number. It could be no more drum dums. Took was overwhelmed by the thought. He glanced at Tarzan half fearfully. Was his friend so different from the others of tribe? No one else whom Tug ever had known had, had such fear and queer thoughts as Tarzan. The ape scratched his head and wondered nimbly. Tarzan a safe companion. Then he recalled slowly by the numerous mental process that Tarzan served him better than any other of the apes, even the strong and wise of the bulls of the tribe. Tarzan, it was who freed him from the blacks at the very time the Tug had fought Tarzan while he ticker. With Tarzan who saved Tug's little burrow, blue from death, it was Tarzan who conceived and carried out the plan to purchase Atika's adopter and rescue the stolen one. Tarzan fought and bled in Tug's service, and many times that Tug alone, only a brutal ape, impressed upon his mind and fierce loyalty. Nothing now could serve. His friendship Tarzan come a habit, a transition almost, which would endure while Tug endured. He never showed any outward penetration. Fetching he growled at Tarzan, as he growled at the other bulls, who came too close while he was feeding. But he would die to Tarzan. He knew it, and Tarzan knew it. But of such things apes do not speak, a vocabulary for the final instincts, considering more of considering consisting more of actions than words. And now Tug was worried. He fell asleep again, still thinking the strange words of his fellow. The following day he thought of them again, without any intention of disloyalty. He mentioned a good tool that Tarzan suggested about the eyes that surrounded Guru, and that possibly sooner or later number would be would charge the moon and devour him to the apes, all large things in nature were male. So Guru, coming, being a large creature of the heavens by the night, was there to them a born. Gunther bit a silver, a horny finger, and recalled a fat Tarzan. Once said the trees talked to one another, and Gozan recounted having seen the night man dancing alone in the moonlight with sheep to the panther. They did not know that Tarzan had roped a savage beast and tied him to a tree before he came to earth and leapt out about before he rearing, before the rearing cat tantalizing him. Others told of seeing Tarzan ride upon. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. 
And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Back the thunder, the lion, the elephant. He bringing them and bringing them back boy timber, timber to the tribe of mysterious things which he communed in a strange lair by the sea. He had never understood his books, and after he shown them to one of the two of the tribe, discovered that even the pictures carry no impression. Their brains he assisted. Tarzan not an ape man ape, said Kutu. He'll bring Nimba bring Nimba to us to eat us. As he bring him to eat Guru, he we should kill him. Immediately Tug bristled. Kill Tarzan first, you kill Tug, he said, and lumbered away in search for food. But others joined the plotters. They thought of many things which Tarzan done, things which apes did not do, could not understand. Again, Gunto voiced the opinion that the Tamangari, the white ape, should be slain, and the others filled with terror at his stories they had heard, and thinking Tarzan was playing with Slagor, greeted a proposal with growls of cold. Among them was Tika. Listening with all her ears, but her voice was not raised in furtherance of the plan. Instead, she bristled, showing her fangs, and was afterward he went away in search of Tarzan. She could not find him, so as he's roaming far afield in search of meat. She found Togo and told him what the others were planning. A great bull stomped upon the ground and roared, bloodshot eyes blazed with wrath. His upper lip curled to expose his fighting fangs. The hair upon his spine stood erect. Then the rodent scurried across the open. The two streets sprang to seize it. Instantly, he seemed to have forgotten his rage. Again, the enemy is his friend. But much to such is the mind of an ape. 
several miles away, Tarzan leaps with Lord upon the broad head of Tundon. The elephant is scratched beneath the great ears of a pointless sharp stick. You talk to the huge pandemonium of everything which filled his black thatched head. They know nothing of what he did. Said did Tundo understand, but Tundo was a good listener. Swaying from side to side, he stood there enjoying the companionship, his friend and a friend he loved, and absorbing the delicious sensations. The scratching number lion caught the scent of the man, and warily stalked it till he came within sight of his prey upon the head of his mighty tusker. Then, turned, then he turned, growling and muttering away, searching more propitious hunting grounds. The elephants caught the scent of the lion, borne to him by eddying breeze, lifting his trunk, trumpet it loudly. Tarzan stretched back. Numerous lurously, the separate line at a full length along the rough hide. Lies swarmed about his face, but not but a leaf, leafy branch torn. The tree, he lazy, brushed them away. Tendor, he said, it's good to be alive, it's good to lie in gloom. Shadows, it's good to be look upon the green trees, the bright colours of flowers upon everything. It's Bamoro that put here for us. Very good of us, Tendor. He's giving you tender leaves and bark and rich grasses. Read to me. He has given bar and hooter and pasta the fruits and nuts of the roots. He provides for each the food which like each likes best. All he asks is that he has to be strong enough or cunning enough. Go forth and take it. Yes, Tandor, it's good to live. I should hate to die. Tendon made this little sound in his throat, and curled his trunk upward, and that he might caress the ape man's cheek with a finger at his tip. Tendor said Tarzan presently, turn and feed in the direction of the tribe of Kalik. Great ape, the Tarzan may ride home upon your head without walking. The Tusker looked, turned, and moved slowly off along a broad arch tree, arch trail, pausing clearly to pluck the tender branch. Stripping edible bark from an adjacent tree, Tarzan pulled the face downward from the beast's head and back to his legs, hanging on either side, his head supported by his open palms, his elbows resting on a broad cranium. Thus they made their literary way forward towards the Gurian place of the tribe. Just before they arrived at the clearing from the north, they reached, if in the south, another figure at a well kilt kit. Black Rory was stepped curiously through the jungle. Every sense upon the alert against the many dangers which lurked everywhere along the way, yet he passed beneath the self murmurous sentry, quoted the great tree commanding the trail the south, that ain't permitted Gomori to pass unless he saw he was alone the moment that the Dutch warrior had entered the clearing and loud crying rang out from the hut behind him, immediately followed by a chorus of cries in different directions, as a great as and the summons of their fellow. Black man halted at first cry and looked about him. He could see nothing, but he knew the voice of the hairy tree man, whom he, whom he had his kind feared, alone because of the strength and ferocity of the savage beings, as well the through the suspicious terror engendered by the man-like appearance of the apes. But Butu, you? With no coward, he heard the apes, 
all around him. He knew the escape was probably impossible. He stood his ground, the spear ready in his hand, and wore quite trembling in his lips. He could steal this life dearly, would, would Barotu, and the chief of the village of Mobogo, the chief. Tarzan turned out war, but a short distance away from the first cry, the sentry rang out through the quiet jungle. Like a flash, the eight men leaped from the tread of its back to a nearby tree and swinging rapidly, stretching a clearing full of echoes of the first crying, and had death had died anyway. He arrived, he saw sick birds and bullets circling a single Gamari. With a blood curling scream, Tarzan sprang to attack. He hated the Rex even more than he did the apes. But here there was an opportunity to kill an open. What had the Gamari done? He had slain one of the tribe. Tarzan asked the nearest ape, now the Gomari had harmed none. Guzadan, being on my watch, had heard him coming through the forest, warned the tribe, that was all. The eight men pushed for the circle bulls, none of which as yet had worked itself, itself into French definite frenzy, a charge. And we came here where he had fallen on close view of black. He records the men instantly. Only the eight night before he'd seen him facing. The eyes and dark breathed fellows grovelled in the dark. His feet so too ferrified, even to defend themselves. Here was a brave man, the Tarzan had a deep admiration for bravery. Even his hatred of blacks was not so strong as passion, his love of courage. He wouldn't have joined joyed in the battling with a black warrior, as long as at any time, but this one he did not wish to kill. He felt vaguely a man had earned his life by great defence of it. The preceding night nor did he fancy the odds which are pitied against a lone warrior. Turn to the apes, go back to your feedings, he said. Let the Gamori go to his way to peace. He did not harm us. Let last night I saw him fighting Numba and Simba with fire alone in the jungle. He is brave. Why should we attack one who is brave and who is not attacking us? Let him go, the apes growled, they displeased. Kill the Gamari, kill him. Yes, roared roared another. Kill the Gamari and the Tumori as well. Kill the white ape, screamed to us a man. He now made a lot like ball. The Gamari, with his skin off, kill Tarzan, bellowed Gunter. Kill, kill, kill. The balls were now indeed working themselves. Frenzy slaughter. Against Tarzan rather than the black man. A shaggy form charged through them. Hurling. Those it came into contact with, with one side that strong man makes clattered children who tug, right, great savage tug. Who says, who says kill Tarzan? He demanded. Who kills Tarzan? Might be, I kill Tug too. Who can kill Tug? Tug will tear you. The inside is you. See then to Dago. He will not kill, he can kill you, you, you know, all you, you all. They played Gunther. There was no so many of us and few of you. His right Tarzan knew his were right. Tug knew it, not ready, neither would they admit such a possibility and not a wade of bald apes. I'm Tarzan, cried ape men. I'm Tarzan Mighty Hunter. Mighty Hunter in all the jungle gone. None is the great Tarzan. And then, one by day, the opposing bulls recounted their virtues, their proudness, and all the time the combatants, and it came closer and closer to one another. Thus the bulls worked themselves to proper 
pitch before engaging in battle. Gonta came stiff leg, close to Tarzan, sniffed at him. With bared fangs, Tarzan grumbled, full for low, menacing brow. It might pick his touches a dozen times, but similarly, Bumble would close with another, and then the whole hideous pack retelling of spending at their prey. By two two, the black man had stood wide eyed in wonder. One moment he'd seen Tarzan approaching through the apes. He had heard much of this devil god of Ran, the hairy tree people. Never before he'd seen him in the full daylight. He knew well enough from the scripture and those the singing those from the god, the glimpses he had, Mordor through several occasions, when the ape man had entered the village of Mabuba, a night, chief by night, and then perspiration, one of the numerous scarcely jokes. The Ruria would not, of course, understand anything. The party to his Tarlan and the apes, but he saw the ape men, one of the larger apes, were in an argument with the others. He saw they were two that were standing the back towards him, and between him, and the rest of the tribe, he guessed, well, it seemed quite improbable. It might be defending him. He might. He knew that Tarzan once lived the life of a bogo chief, and he was excluded. Because Gore, Timbo, and Timbo's mother, Nomura, so it's not impossible, which he could not help, help Balabutu. But how could you accomplish it? Balabutu would not press, not gain, not guess, nor the matter be fact. Could Tarzan, for the odds against him, were too great Gunter, the others were slowly forcing Tarzan to go back towards Bontro. And fake men thought of his words of a tender, just a short time before, yes, tender, it's good to be alive, I hate to, I should hate to die. Now he knew that he was about to die. The temple, temper of the great bull, of the great bulls mounting rapidly against him. Always had many of them, hated him, always suspicious him. They all knew he was different. Tarzan knew it too. He was glad that he was. He was the man. He learned. Gunter and the others were slowly forcing Tarzan to back towards Bunturu. The eight men thought the words of his words which came to just a short time before the rest of them. I had good to live. I should hate to die. Now he knew that it was about to die. So the end of temple, the great eight bulls of mountain against gravity against him. Always had many had them. Many of they hated him. All were suspicious of him. They knew he was different. Tarzan knew it too. He glad that he was. He was a man that was now learned. his picture books, and he was very proud of his distinctions, coincidentally though. He would be a dead man. Gunter was preparing to charge. Tarzan knew the size, he knew the balance of the balls. The change changed with Bunto. Then it could soon be over. Something moved, moved along the venture, the opposite side of the clearing. Tarzan saw just Gunter the firing, firing cry, challenging eight, challenging eight, dragging forward Tarzan's voice, a peculiar call, and then crouched to meet the red salt. Tarzan's chokes crouched too, but the Bulu assured how now that these two were fighting upon his tide. Cratches of spear and sprang below them to receive the first charge of the enemy. Simultaneously, a huge bulk broke into the clearing. From the jungle behind the charging bulls, a trumpeting mad chuska rose, shrill, about the tries, cries of amphipods, a tender, the elephant, 
dashed swiftly across the clearing to the aid of his friend. Gunther toe never closed upon the ape man, nor did a fang ever flash upon his either side. This terrific reverberation. A tender challenge sent the bulls scurrying to trees. Jeremy and scolding, Tug raced off them. I told the Babutu remain a double later stood its ground, but he saw that he devil god did not run. A curse of lack had the courage to face the captain, and horrible effort between sight one could and who quite evidently dared death of him. If any surprise, Gavari, who saw the mighty hunting gun, to a sudden halt in front of the gate man, and crashed him with his lone, generous tree trunk, so I was then turned towards the black man. Go, he said, a direct language of the apes, pointing to the direction of the village of Mabogo. Baruto understood the gesture. He is not a word, not even lose time obeying. So I was then stood watching him as he disappeared, so I knew the apes. Would not follow any sort of effort. Pick me up later, Tuskers. And Tuskers swung him lightly to, uh, up to his head. Tarzan goes to the, uh, the lair, the lair by the big water. Shadowed eight men for apes, apes and trees. All of those who are foolish, remembering except Chugan Tita. Chugan Tita may come to see Tarzan, but the others must keep away. Tarzan done with the terrible correct, 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 correct. Each prodded tent of his satellite tail, and a big beast swung off across the throne, clearing apes following him, watching them until they were swallowed by the, swallowed by the jungle. Before the night fell, Tug killed Gunto, picking out a barrel with him over his back upon Tarzan. And for a moon and moon, moon and sun, for nothing Tarzan apes made him probably could ever gave him a thought that those who missed him more than Tarzan imagined. Took and took her, often wish he was back, and took determined a dozen times to go visit Tarzan, his seaside lair. But no, but one thing, but one thing and then another interfered. One night when Took lay sleepless, looking up the starry heavens, he called the strange things Tarzan once suggested him. The bright spots, the eyes of meat eaters, brighting the dark jungle sky that leap upon Guru, the moon devoured him. The more he thought about the matter, the more perturbed he become. Then a strange thing happened, even as Tarzan looked at Guru. He saw a portion of one edge disappear precisely. Though something was gnawing upon it, larger and larger began being a hole inside the guru. Though he was screaming to go true. Let his feet in frenzied fingers brought the terrified tribe screaming and clapping about him. Look, cried Tom, playing the moon, look at it, it is Tarzan, said Lumba, who sprung for the fires and devouring Guru. You called Tarzan lame and drove him from the tribe. Now see how wise he was. Let one who hated Tarzan. Go to Guru's aid. See the eyes of the jungle, dark jungle, all about Guru. He is in danger. None can help him. None except Tarzan. Soon Guru will be devoured by number. He shall have no more light of the Kundru. Takes his lair. How shall we dance to the Jumba? Done without Lord like the Gumbu. Our right ambulance to tremble the whimpers. Any manufacturing of powers of nature always filled him with terror, but they could not understand.
Go and bring Tarzan, go and bring Tarzan, cried one. And then they all took up a cry, Tarzan, bring Tarzan. He said, Guru, but who was it to travel the dark the jungle by night to fetch him? I will go, volunteered Tog. And he says, lighting's off with a stagman and blue. Toward the little landlocked harbour by sea, as a tribe waited, they watched the slow devouring of the moon. Where the number had eaten at a great semicircle piece, at any rate, at that rate, Guntu, we totally gone before Guntu, Kenyu, came again, the night tanks trembled as thought of projectile darkness. By night, we could not sleep restlessly, moved here and there among the branches of trees, which remembered the skies, a deadly feast, listening with the coming of Tarzan. Guru was already, Guru was nearly gone. The apes heard the sounds approach from the trees or two. They waited. The president tires and followed took, swung into a nearby tree. The ape man wasted no time in either words. His hands, his long bow, his back hung, quiver full of arrows, poison arrows. He had stolen from the village of the blacks just as he stolen the bow. Up in a great tree, he clambered fire and high until he stood swaying upon a small limb. He bent low beneath his weight. He had clear and unobstructed view of the heavens. So Guru and him rose from the hungry nimber and made his surf shining surface. Rising his face to the moon, Tarzan shrilled forth. He did his challenge. Faintly and from far away it came, a rather an answering lion. The apes shivered. Nimber the skies had answered Tarzan, and the eight men fitted an arrow to his bow. And drawing the shaft far back, aimed his point to hot the nimber. It lay in the heavens, devouring Guru. With a loud twang, he released the bolt shot into the dark heavens again and again, but Tarzan apes, not his own number, all the wild apes of the tribe of Kronik, huddled given terror. At last came a cry for Tug, look, look, he screamed. Numbers killed Tarzan's killed number. See, Guru is emerging from the belly of number. Sure enough, the moon was gradually emerging from nearby, where, from whatever devoured her, whether it was number, the lion, or shadow of the earth. But where were you to have tried to convince an ape? Trokalik, it was aught but Nimba, who so nearly devoured Guru. That night, or another that Tarzan preserved, a brilliant guard, that savage mysterious rites and this frightful death, you could have devotee a fight, a fight of your hands. So Tarzan ate, came back to the tribe of Kalik. His coming, he took a long stride towards the kingship, which he ultimately won. But now the apes looked at him. A superior being in all the tribe was done, but one who was at all sceptical of the possibility of Tarzan's remarkable rescue of Guru, one strange as it may seem, was Tarzan of the Apes. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah Baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Our family has grown. 
Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.